Psychological problems? Any tendencies towards violence? Does he prefer to use a knife or a gun when committing murder? You've been watching too many bad TV movies of the week, Jess scoffed, trying not to glance out the screen door as the subject in question went past, carrying another box. Might I remind you that there's a serial killer on the loose? Doris persisted. The fact is you don't know anything about this guy. Next time, I'll be sure to put choice of murder weapon on the rental application, Jess said dryly. I worry about you and Kelsey, Doris stated firmly. Living all alone, maybe you should get a big dog. Maybe you should take stress reduction classes. This is the guy who comes to your shows all the time, Doris said. Right? The guy you've told me about? Well, yes, Jess said, drawing designs in the condensation on the outside of her iced tea glass. I've mentioned him once or twice. A few more times than that, hon. I've heard quite a bit about Mr. Rob solid and dependable businessman. Mr. Rob, polite. Mr. Rob, ordinary guy with real nice eyes. I think you've got a bigger role than tenant in mind for this one. Jess rolled her eyes. Doris. I think you think this Rob might be good father material. Really, don't start. Honey, I'm not accusing you of anything wrong, Doris said. It's been two years since you kicked Ian out. It makes sense that you're a little itchy for some male company. And heaven knows you could use some help both paying the bills and raising Kelsey. But don't hitch yourself to some guy you don't really know just to... Doris, Jess sing-songed warningly. I mean, if it's all hot and heavy between you two, if he makes your heart beat harder, then God bless him. But still, make sure you know what you're getting yourself into, Doris said, rushing her words in her haste to get them out. Ian Davis was no prize, but he never got violent, at least not with you or Kelsey. But you always hear about these polite, quiet types who end up taking a machine gun and... Gee, I'm going to sleep really well tonight, Jess said. For all you know, this Rob could be the guy everyone's looking for, the serial killer, Doris persisted. He could also be Elvis Presley, Jess said, alive and in disguise, hiding from his adoring public. Jess, I'm serious. Rob needed a place to live, Jess interrupted her friend. There's nothing going on, and I have no plans for there to be something going on. I needed a tenant, fast, both for the money and for the fact that if Rob didn't move in, Stanford Green was going to. That silenced Doris. God, she finally said. Yes, Jess agreed pushing open the screen door and carrying the cordless phone out with her onto the deck. God.
That creepy guy who lives next door with his creepy parents? Doris asked. Yes, Jess said, glancing over at her neighbor's house. It was in dire need of a paint job and some serious repairs. Creepy indeed. Both the house and the people who lived inside. Stanford Green's mother had decided that since her baby boy was pushing 40 years old, it was high time he got married. She'd also decided that Jess would make the perfect little bride for her baby. When Mrs. Green had heard that Elmer Schiller was moving out of Jess's apartment to live with his daughter in Fort Myers, she'd thought that Stanford's moving in would be a perfect way for her darling son to get to know Jess better. But perfect wasn't quite the word Jess had in mind. She could just picture...